Hi, welcome to Conversations with Sammy. I am your host, and I'm so glad you're here. I believe in the miraculous impact of a powerful storytelling. And right here is where I invite everyday people like you and I to share their real, raw, and unedited journeys. In our conversations, we express our feelings, we celebrate our struggles, we share our visions, and together we aim to live a more fulfilling life. In this conversation, I speak with Lacey Colson. Lacey has become her own master in manifesting the life she desires. She defines what manifesting is, and we discuss in detail the steps required to manifest success, money, experiences, and even a soulmate. Enjoy. Hello, Lacey. Hi, good morning. Good afternoon here in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how is your morning there in Vegas? Oh, it's been amazing. It's beautiful today and sunny. So nice. Wow. What's the temperature like? Um, I haven't been outside, but it's hot. It's the I have the girls swimming in the pool right now. So, <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Um, August in Vegas, man, that city was my home for four and a half years. Um, how is it these days? Have you been on a strip at all? Yes, the strip is uh, is really good because um, it's not as busy as it normally normally has been and it's yeah. still everything's still going on so it's it's been um just a different feel down there just because it's not so crazy oh yeah i bet cool well thank you for being here today with me um it's really uh, an honor to have you on i was looking forward to catch up and learn a ton i feel like um you have you have a wonderful story, and uh, we'll probably just scratch a surface with a couple of topics today. But um, also, I want to share how we connected recently, really. I mean, I don't know how long we've been friends on social media, but um, we had a chat earlier this week. Um, mm-hmm. You sent me a, a quick message saying, um, you know, I connect with you. Uh, this is so cool what you're doing. Um, you know, if I'm ever in Vegas, let's have a coffee. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I've seen you before. Like I've seen you saying nice sweet things when I uh, posted anything regarding my recovery. And like I said, I'm like, oh, there's that woman again. Let me reach out. Uh, so I invited you for a chat, which was awesome. Thank you for uh, for sharing what you shared. And I thought I, I want you on this podcast now that I have this platform to speak with whoever about whatever um, matters to me. Um, so yeah, thank you for being part of this. This is really nice. And I feel I feel the same. I was like, I can't wait to hear more or learn ma- more about what you've been going through and what you're doing because I I love seeing it and I think it's really important and needed right now. Mm, thank you. And I also I have this I don't want to call it a reason, but maybe a more of a courage for me to reach out to people like, hey, I have a podcast now. Now it's a really good reason for you to, you know, speak with me. Uh, so it gives me more of a spunk to actually connect with people I've never met in, in real life. And you're one of them. So this is this is really cool. I love it. And, um, you know, from our chat, Lacey, what stood out for me is when you spoke about manifestation. And I think... Um, This is the first thing I want to dive in with you because manifestation is something that I'm familiar with, something I am aware of. And I could truly, truly look back in my, in my, especially these recovery years, um, over two years. And before that, how I, I literally have the things, the people that I prayed for, that I wished for. And so I want you to share your journey in this manifestation process and maybe just um, in your own words, what manifestation is, how do you manifest, how how does it work, how you manifest and how this manifesting process work in your life? Awesome. Manifesting is one of the greatest tools that I believe that we all have. Um, 
I, at first, when I first started manifesting, I didn't know anything about it and I really didn't believe in it because I had been using prayer as a way to try to change my life. And the prayer was more of asking for things, but not really feeling worthy enough to receive them. So it's almost like asking a parent, hey, can I have a piece of candy? And then just hoping that you can have the piece of candy. And with manifesting, it's more you're in control. And so I started with little things like, um, you know, hoping, like visualizing myself having a good day, um, visualizing having a car that ran, visualizing having a good job. And it was really little things. And, and I believe that was because I felt only worthy of little things. And so I started using like a vision board and putting things on the board. And I, I ended up putting that board above my seat on my ceiling. So when I would wake up every morning, that's the first thing I see was those things that I, I was hoping for and wanting. And, um, it, it, at first was a little bit difficult to manifest because I was so grateful for what I already have. And I'm like, how can I even ask for more? I'm so happy. I have a roof over my, have my head. I have health. I have, you know, some good people in my life. I don't even know what to ask for. And then, um, I started like playing with, with it a little bit and asking for huge things and, all of a sudden the huge things started coming in like for example um i one year i i, I normally made around maybe 20,000 and that was a lot in that year or 20 or 30,000 for the whole year and to me that was more than i had made ever before and there was one year that i jokingly somebody asked me well what do you want to make this year and it was somebody who I looked up to that I knew was doing well um, with success and I said in this I said it in this way of like like that I'm already very wealthy <laughs> I just said it like that so I was like oh I'd like to make a hundred thousand this year like I think I would be happy with that and in the back of my mind, I was thinking, there's no way this is going to happen. I would be happy to make, you know, <laughs> a little bit more than what I'm used to. <laughs> but the way mm -hmm. I said it, because I was speaking to somebody that already was doing it, or I knew was like fancier than me, <laughs> um, I just said it like that, like, oh, I think at least 100000 would be great for me. <laughs> and... And I wrote it down and I, I, I thought about it. And then I didn't know how it was going to happen because it, it's something so far from what I've known. And I remember about 10 months later, this was in January, in the beginning of the year. And 10 months later, a client came in that said he wanted to buy a, a really large, like a large home and with five car garage. And even then I was looking up homes that had five car garages, but I wasn't looking at anything really big for him. And he said, well, I have a house in mind that I'd like to buy um, if you could show it to me. And I, you know, I was like, yes, of course. And I looked up the home and it was like a $4 million home. And this was in my first year of, of this new career selling houses. And I still didn't believe this was real, but I acted as if I did this all the time. And I was like, yes, of course, I'll show you that home. And I, <laughs> I pulled it up and I found you have to, you even have to show proof of the money if you're going to show a house like that. And so I did all this stuff and he went and saw the house and he said, you know, this one's just too big for me. This isn't, this isn't going to work for me. So I quickly said, well, there's a few more in this neighborhood we could check out if you'd like. And I showed him an, some other ones. And he ended up deciding on one of these houses. 
And I just was like, oh my gosh, I can't get excited because what if it doesn't happen? But I acted as if it was already happening and I do this all the time. And he ended up putting an offer in and then he paid cash for this house two weeks later. So all of a sudden I got a check for $120,000. And I almost like fell over and I didn't believe it even, even when I went to go cash it. And, uh, (laughs) I just remembered all of a sudden, I, I remembered when I was acting like that in January, when I was like, Oh, I'd like to make this much this year. (laughs) And, and I was like, wow, that's how easy it is to manifest. And that was one of the, the biggest lessons in manifesting for me. And I've been doing it ever since. That's incredible, you know. And you mentioned, I want to get a little bit more in the detail because I I know I have fears in manifesting um, because there is this belief that who am I to ask for all these things? And vision board is something I have, but it's currently hanging out in my closet. I took mm-hmm. off it my wall not too long ago this year. I don't know why. Because I've, I've been looking at it for a year and a half, but I just decided it's time to go in a closet. And if it's just like, am I giving up on all these dreams? Um, but you mentioned manifesting isn't a prayer. So when you manifest, is there something you have in mind? Are you speaking to someone like a power greater than yourself or to your future self? Who is that you're manifesting yes. to or from? Yes, I definitely believe in a power greater than myself. So you're basically, um, in a way you're asking, you're asking God, you can say it's God or the universe or because we're all connected to something greater than what. And so I just am putting it out there, putting it out into the, into the, you know, just putting it out there. And that's where it starts because it's, it's in the way we speak. It's in the way we think. It's in every little action we, we do. So if, if every time somebody doesn't return my calls and I think nobody loves me, I have no friends, nobody wants to talk to me, um, then I'm putting that out there. And then that's what's going to keep happening every time I call somebody. But if I put out there that every time I call somebody, it's meaningful and the right people and the right conversations pick up, then every time the right ones will answer and the right conversations will happen. So it's all about your own belief systems to create your own world. The first thing, the first step is being clear on what you want. Um, I've played with it in, in all areas I've played with manifesting and I've been doing it for probably about 11 years now. And the, the key is being clear because I will get exactly what I ask for. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to ask for the person that I'm trying to manifest to come into my life to be my lover. I forgot to ask that this person be kind. Oh my gosh. I didn't know I needed to ask for that. (laughs) (laughs) They're everything else, but I forgot Mm. to ask that they're kind or I forgot to ask that they, they are, you know, whole on their own or it, so it, it's very it, it's very touchy because sometimes I put out their old patterns and each person comes in and they're just like the last one and that's where I have to do my own work and notice it's not the person it has nothing to do with what I'm trying to manifest it has to do with myself um, so being clear is really 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 important then the second step to manifesting is feeling it. So you've got to feel it like it's already happening or already happened. So when I feel myself getting something that I truly, truly desire and truly want, it feels so good. Like I can breathe. I feel excited. I feel so happy about it. I feel grateful. And that's how I feel. Even though it hasn't really, I don't have it yet. I'm really in the middle of feeling like crap or feeling depressed or whatever, I pull myself out of the actual reality and put myself into the new reality. 
by feeling it. What does that feel like to have those really important heart desires? And then the third thing is, know you are worthy of it. Because sometimes I'll manifest something so great that I don't feel good enough for it and I push it away. And somebody's like, oh, you know, can I pay? I, I want to take you on this vacation. And I'm like, no, 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 that's too much. I can't accept that. And then the manifestation of this amazing vacation goes right away because I don't feel worthy to accept it. Um, just like that. And then the fourth thing is don't focus on how it's going to happen. Because when I'm stressing out about how am I going to make that happen? I know nothing about this. Or how am I going to make that happen? I don't know any way to, to, to get that. That pushes it away. So you don't focus on how you just allow it to happen and know that it is going to happen because you are always worthy of every little thing that you desire or want. Um, and then the other thing is there has to be some action. You have to follow the signs. You have to follow the, the little steps that will guide you to that direction. Um, and then the last thing is to stay focused. Um, and sometimes I, I, for, you know, I do the manifestation and then I forget about it and focus on other things and it still comes in. It still happens, but you kind of just need to reset a little bit. And that's why the vision boards work so well because you're resetting every time you look at that board, every time you see it, you're like, oh yes, that is what I'm wanting. Mm. Wow. Thank you for such detailed, uh, I'm taking notes for myself, uh, for such detailed answer. This, this sounds really beautiful. And, um, you know, what's going through my mind, the power of our thinking, the power of thought. And, you know, I, I like reading books. I like talking to people and a lot of people who really achieved, um, wealthy lives in spiritual way and financial in health and relationships this thought process of manifesting it's always there it's it's a main thing you do you you keep keep thinking about it you keep open you know keeping your um, eyes open like you say for these signs um, that will most likely happen so unexpectedly and randomly because at the beginning it's like you don't even know what you're looking for you know it's such a a known process, but that's, that's the whole game. Yeah. Uh, it's, I see it. It's definitely hard to, to start somewhere because it's so much. You're like, I don't even know what to ask for. I'm just happy that I can wake up every day. You know, you start with that, but <clears throat> over time you're, it allows you, you um, learn how to just get more detailed or, or more clear. And, you know, I remember uh, I was given an exercise to write down what I want and I struggled and I struggled so much. I don't know what I want, but I could tell you long ass list what I don't want in my life. So now, <laughs> you know, going back to the power of thought, if I'm constantly focusing, I don't want drama. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to feel this way. I'm still focusing on those, what I don't want. So it keeps repeating itself. It keeps keep coming back in my life. And then I'm thinking, I don't know why I might keep getting what I don't want. Well, the trick is because I am focusing on what I don't want. To shift that, I need to start focus on what I want, which is more scary, more vulnerable. And will I get it? What's the point? You know, all of these fears, it's like going against the matrix of, you know, Here's manifesting not. and wanting um, what we are taught in society and schools, like going against the system with this manifestation process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's retraining our, it's retraining ourselves to do what is correct for us. And, and that's what's, it, it is a process because there's so much stuck on, on what is not right for us based upon how we grew up so if if your parents believe you have to work hard in order to get anything in life that is what's going to happen you're going to have to work so hard to get anything and I've had to retrain myself to know I can have everything I want and it's going to happen easily simply 
just by being, it's going to happen. And all of a sudden, because I've started to retrain myself to believe that people are like coming up to me, they're like, everything happens. You're so lucky. Everything happens so easy for you. It looks like everything's so easy for you. And (laughs) it starts to happen where things are easy because that's what I believe. Things are easy. Even the difficult things I've started to teach myself difficult things I'm excited for because they help me to grow and change and shift. And so I don't, I'm not afraid of them anymore. Where I used to be in fear, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know if I dare to, to speak out loud because I, what if someone judges me? And I've just learned over and over and over to not allow myself to believe or think these things that are old ways of thinking. So now, and, and another thing too, is if I'm not sure what I want, all I have to say is I want what is for my greatest and highest good so I can help others and be a good person. I can say it just like that. And then I'm surprised at what comes in because I've already put it out there that what I want is something beautiful and amazing and, and to be the best I can be. And then that's what comes. And I'm always like, I can't, I can't believe this is my life. I can't believe this is what I get. Cause I, it's always more than what I'm expecting. Cause what I was expecting is not what I deserve. I deserve much more. Mm-hmm. I feel like my goodness, our, our ideas of what we're worth are so tiny compared to this abundance of what we actually get when we start this manifestation process this you know believing that i'm worth i can get it um man oh man it's uh, like i've never imagined i will be satisfied with where i am in life and you know speaking of not knowing what i want i don't like literally for the first time in my life i'm like i don't know what the hell i'm doing because i always thought i knew and with this kind of moment in my life where I am there's a lot of kind of like oh man like there there's peace there's calm that I just I there is a feeling that it everything is going the way it's supposed to I'm finally not running the show I'm not struggling to come up with what to do today it I I ask for it you know help me to be of service help me to be the best version of myself that's that's my every single day ask Mm-hmm. several times a day and it works right now it does because I don't want to think about who I need to be when I grow up should I be in a relationship should I not um, I just trust the process that when time is right in the universal law out there that I will be taken care of in a way yes in every area and that's what's so grand about it um, it, it really manifesting i know there's a lot of religious belief systems and you know things with god and manifesting is hand in hand i believe hand in hand with god so it's actually having more faith it's it's actually not even faith it's knowingness that god has your back that god will take care of you that god will give you everything you deserve but the, the key is you have to be willing to know that you deserve more and that like you're not taking anything away from anybody to create a world that is heaven on earth for you. Nobody mm-hmm. needs to be living in a way that is small. We all, de- every single person deserves to have the best of everything. And the outward reflection you know, in the form of relationship and big things and financial success and abundance and, you know, feeling good and looking good and whatever, all of those things, um, it all has to do with what you feel you are worth. And the more you work on yourself and the more you love yourself, the more, um, power comes into you actually receiving what you know more and more and more and more Mm -hmm. I 
I want to ask you something now. I understand there's many people out there that cringe from the word God that don't want to do that don't want to have to do anything with it. They don't practice religion. And I was one of those people. I was running away from anything God related for, for most of my life. Now, can this manifestation practice develop without somebody believing in God or, or universe or higher power, which is really the same thing for me, God is love. Um, what do yes. you have to say about that? I say absolutely. There have questioned God and I was angry with God and I, I really um, didn't want anything to do with it because of religion. And so I kind of shut it out and manifesting doesn't have to be attached to anything. All it is, is being willing to hook yourself to the rest of the, the, the place where we live. We live on earth. There's energy here and it's using that energy, the same energy that we use to breathe, the same energy we use to wake up with, the same energy we use to, to laugh in the day, the same energy we use to cry. It's all one thing. And that is love. And you can call it God. You can call it manifesting. You can call it the universe. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it nature if you want. It doesn't really matter what it's called. It's just being willing to connect to something higher than what you're, what you're feeling at the time. I, I've even attached it to my higher self because there's a part of me that knows more of me than, than I do, you know, in my normal, my normal human state. So there's some, there's a, a other, another part of my spirit and my soul that is trying to, to reach me, trying to come out and, and tell me things or show me things. And I've connected it to that. So all it is, is just a practice of retraining yourself to be more of yourself. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's deep and amazing. It is crazy. Sounds crazy, right? The beginning. <laughs> um, um, Lacey, can I ask you to tell the story again with the Campbell soup from your childhood? I, I was really inspired by that and your realization about yes. the story. Yes. So uh, a few months ago, I was trying to figure out why all of my relationships felt the same. I, I constantly get in relationships where I'm so excited and so happy and I feel like I'm giving everything I have to it. And then the other person is not giving back and then I feel empty and I feel hurt and I, I've been feeling like they can't even give me an ounce when I've given everything. And I, so I, I was going deep within trying to figure this out because I want to break this pattern so that I can have what I deserve. And I was shown myself as a kid, I, I'm the oldest of four and we were raised by my mom who was a single mother. She had like three jobs just to pay for the trailer that we lived in. And so I was shown at, um, at, at night, we would always have Campbell's soup for dinner. I think it was like a dollar fifty to buy a can or not, probably not even that much at that time to buy a can of soup, but we would have this soup and we'd have a package of, of, um, crackers for dinner and we would fight over, you know, how, if someone took too many crackers and I'm like, why am I being shown this? This has really absolutely nothing to do with my relationships. And I looked a little bit deeper and instantly saw that because I was raised like this, I was so grateful for everything I have. I was so grateful for that soup. I didn't even realize that other people were having something else. I didn't realize that other people were having steak. I, I loved that soup and I loved those crackers just like I love my relationships, even though they're not giving me what I deserve. I still love those people. And so I realized my whole life, I've been accepting the crumbs of what I deserve just because I'm so grateful to have anything. 
just to have anything. I'm so grateful for it. And that's what holds me back and allows me to accept people treating me so far beneath what I'm putting out there. So basically, I was feeding everyone else filet mignon, and they're giving me a cracker crumb back. And once I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, I, I from now on, only want the whole cake of what I deserve. I no longer want the crumbs. I'm so tired of crumbs. They don't even feed me. They don't fill me up. They don't make me feel better. And then I end up feeling just empty because I'm so hungry for what I actually deserve. I love the story. So, so, so rich, so deep and so inspiring. And oh man, I could relate a lot to those crumbs um, in, in life, especially when it comes to relationship. Um, what's going through my mind right now? I, you know, to me, there is this, and still to this day, there's this thin line between being grateful for what I have, which I absolutely am. And then this fear of wanting more. Because again, I want to, you know, being a better person in, in every way that I can. Um, and just being around other people who are like, be grateful for what you have. Don't demand. There's like the fear of, am I being selfish for asking this? Um, in any area of, of, of life, either it's relationships or in any manifestation way. Um, did, how did you get over that fear? Or is it still bothering you? Uh, I, I feel like I've been working on that for a very, very long time. And it's because like, I, my heart is pure. I love to give, I love to see people happy. And so sometimes I'm like, how come, you know, like I, I want to just do things for people all the time. And I was taught that if you don't have an exchange of some kind energetically, or, or in the form of money or in the form of a trade or in the form of something, it's your, it's you telling the universe that you're not good enough to receive back. Or it's, it's like telling that person they're not good enough to give back to you. Or if you give something so good to somebody and you don't charge them or you don't expect them to do anything in return, or you don't, you know, like asks for some kind of an exchange, I learned that the person doesn't even value what you're giving. So if I pour my heart out to somebody who's unwilling to pour their heart back out to me, they don't value me instantly. Yeah. And so it's, and, and that's in money, that's in love, that's in everything. It's, there's gotta be a balance. Mm. And even if, um, even on simple things. So if you're talking to somebody and the other person's not willing to go deep and talk with you back, it's almost like it's, it's one-sided and that will just keep happening. You'll keep having, happening, having one-sided things. Um, and so, but, but the receiving part, um, as I've started to grow in different areas, I have had a really hard time to knock off that feeling that makes me feel like I'm being selfish or that I don't deserve it. And I've cried and I've cried and I've cried when I've received things that are way beyond what I feel worthy of. Um, And that's because of where I've come from. I've come from a place where I was fine living in a crack house. I was fine sleeping on an air mattress on someone else's floor. I felt just happy to have a place to sleep. So now to be having this like something so much bigger from where I came from, from that little trailer that I lived in as a child with hand-me-down clothes, I had a really hard time going and paying $300 for a shirt just because I want that shirt. So yes, there, there, you, you have to train yourself to know you're worthy of every little thing you want. And the cost and the price and the value of you is priceless. 
So if there's anything you want or need for yourself, get it, do it. If it brings you joy, if it helps remind you of how special you are, get it, do it, love it, enjoy it. That's what I've taught myself. Um, but it's been a really, really hard process because I was so happy to have a crumb and the universe wants to give me everything, everything I want, the life I want, the body I want, the relationships I want, the success I want, the, the ability to help people in the ways that I, I want all of it. I, I, I have and can have all of it. I'm willing to accept it all, but it takes work. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I can feel it. I can see it. And, um, um, it's very encouraging to hear what you, what you share right now. Um, I, I have hope and I have faith that the more work I do, this will just become a natural process. And another thing that's going through my mind is, you know, because I do believe this, there's abundance for everyone, every single species and being on this planet. And the shortage that, that we're presented, like the poverty, the just shortage of, of water, of anything, housing, it's, it's not true. I don't believe it is true. And I'm thinking, you know, in my human mind and numbers, I could say like, oh, $1,000, it's, it's okay. But like 1 million is, oh my God, that's a lot. But I'm thinking if I was universe and I'm thinking in the abundance, there is no little or, or there's no little for universe. Like it does not matter if it's a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand or a million. I think universe, the abundance does not think that way. I think that way. And so whatever I limit myself, it's purely on me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One, um, one thing that as you're speaking that I'm thinking of that I, I taught myself was whenever I, because I worked so hard for everything I have, um, I, I felt I had a hard time with paying bills. Like I would pay that money and I would stress out because I'm paying this money out and then more money's going out and more money's going out. And I was like, how am I going to shift this? Because I just feel so yucky every time I pay bills. So now I created a way to, I pay bills knowing that every time I write a check or I give somebody some money for something they did for me or, or whatever, every time I pay any bill, I know that it's going to come back to me tenfold. So I get excited to write that check. I can't wait to pay my bills. And now I don't ever think of the bills because money flows like water. It's just an energy, just like anything else. And if I want more, I just start to think, Oh, I'd like to have more. And so I, I, it's almost like opening the flow of, so if you have a water hose and there's a kink in it, that kink is what is only allowing you to have just a little bit of this or a little bit of that. So, what you can do if you're, if you, um, for meditating or helping to, to manifest, visualize your hose being huge, like the size of you, like that's how big your hose for success and love and abundance is. You are completely getting rid of that little hose. So there's no way that it can kink so that everything you want, it just can flow like almost like a fire hydrant being opened. Let's talk about manifesting people because we all want love. We want we all want to be loved. And you mentioned you get really specific. Manifesting people can be can be very tricky um, because it's it's another person and everybody has their own their own choices. But what I what I try to do is focus on being the kind of person that I am looking for. So when I am wanting somebody who is kind and honest and pure and passionate and communicates effectively and all of the many, many things that I want in somebody else, I first have to be for myself. I have to love myself that way. I have to give myself 
all of those things that I seek in another person. And then what, what that does, it allows me to vibrate and, and be energetically a specific way that the person that I'm seeking, only that right person for me will be able to be in that wavelength or even, even be um, attracted to me in that way. So I'm only allowing in what I deserve and I'm only putting out who I am, what I am and what I deserve. And that's the, the, the best way that I can think of um, because I've, I've tried it where I'm manifesting all the things I want, but then I still have a bunch of things stuck on me that are from the past old relationship patterns or old ways of thinking um, or things like that, that prevent me from being or having what I truly deserve because I still have a little more work to do. Uh, so, so what you, the key is knowing yourself, knowing what you want, and then feeling what it feels like to have that person with you. Uh, and that is a very, you have to learn how to do it. Like, Sometimes I'm so sad because I want that person so badly and I'm alone and I don't know anybody new and I don't have that person yet. And I've been patiently waking, waiting and working so hard to have that. And what I have to do is feel what that feels like to have that person. It feels so good. It feels so like I can breathe. I feel excited to be around them and talk to them. And that allows the manifestation to start working faster. And then you can add to it by knowing you can meet that person um, authentically, knowing that you don't have to do anything. They'll come to you. You don't have to go out searching for the person. You guys, you'll just meet when the timing is correct. And you can also manifest that the timing is fast, you know, happens fast. Um, so that's, that's some of the things that I've been working on to, to manifest relationships. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, what's going through my mind, manifesting a person. Um, I, I just, have fear in general about being in a relationship again it's been several years for me and one of the fears is that I am not worked out enough like I still have a lot of the old patterns and old ideas but at the same time I don't know because first of all I've been sober for over two years which is huge for me and I've never had a sober relationship yet so until mm -hmm. I get in a new relationship in a, in my sobriety um positive that I won't be exactly the same person as I was so that's a fact um, another thing about relationships what I know is for me at least personally I I need to rework some some traumas from childhood um, I need to I need to keep um, working myself spiritually and what I think the the kind of what's the confusion for me a little bit what, what would you say Lacey is so let's say someone it just keeps going through these traumatics and dysfunctional dramatic relationships but yet they start their manifesting list um you know they they write all the new things they want in a partner and, and it's it's new, brand new and they're aware of what they need to do in the manifestation process yet they're not aware of the patterns of themselves you know what they need to do on their own. So I'm thinking, is the manifestation process going to work if we're not doing the work within us? Yes, it does work because uh, the manifesting is also a tool for us to grow. So it's not about just getting what we want, like children wanting presence from the universe. It's also about learning. So the only way to know what's wrong, you're right, is to have a relationship and see how it goes. And I believe if you're with the right, the correct person at the time, 
it, they may not last forever, but if you're with somebody that is right for you, you can work through whatever comes up together. Like as you end up, you know, being mean to the person because it triggers something in you and makes you feel like they're going to hurt you or whatever. That's your chance to change the pattern. We're all human. We'll never be perfect. I will never be perfect ever, ever. I'm always going to be perfectly imperfect. And so are you. And so to have a, a, a healthy partnership, it would be to work on yourself, work on your relationship, and then coming together and building a partnership. So there's steps in creating a healthy relationship that both people have to be willing to do. I have to be willing to continue to do my own work. I have to be willing to focus on what's going on and, and um, admit when I realize something that's going wrong or that's my own issue that's coming up. And you also have to take enough space and time and not move too fast. So if I manifest something amazing that is exactly what I want, the first thing I'm going to do is run towards it and be like, oh my gosh, and just like almost take it in and soak it in and like smother it because I'm like, this is amazing. This is what I've always wanted. And mm -hmm. the problem with doing that is <laughs> there's a, a universal law that has to do with balance. You have to grow the relationship. Even if the person's everything you've ever wanted, you have to take the time to get to know them. You have to grow it. You have to nurture it. You have to, you know, do all of the, take certain steps to make it flow correctly or else even if it's everything you've ever wanted, it could crumble because it didn't have enough underlying foundation in the beginning. Yeah, very true. And, um, I also see relationships as the partner is being the mirror, really showing me what is there to learn about myself because I learn about myself the most when I'm in friendships and relationships with other people rather than trying to learn about myself through speaking or, or reading. Yeah. Um, the relationship itself really like shows me there is nowhere to run. And as much as, me we sometimes want to blame the other person like oh my god that's the wrong person like they're making me feel crazy they're not like they're just touching parts that needs healing within me um, and part of my fear is that it's not really of the person I will be with it's of my own reactions of my own feelings because that's the truth you know I will feel not necessarily caused by the other person but again they're probably going to trigger things within me that needs to be looked at and overcome. And that's the growth. Yes. I think for me, the, the biggest growth I've had re with relationships in my entire life <laughs> happened recently. And what that is, is I was always seeking love from another person. I've always been like, I want my lover. I want my partner. I want my person. And I had to realize I am the love that I seek. I am that. I am everything I will ever need. I am every little thing that I will ever, ever need. And then with that knowingness and really feeling that, then anything else or anyone else in my life is a bonus. It's just a blessing. It's just a gift. And then I will never, I won't, ever pull on another person to be what I need because that's my job it's my job to be what I need and the other person that's how you end up getting a true partnership is because two whole beings coming together and growing things and nurturing things is is the is the correct way I was thinking I couldn't be I couldn't be what I'm meant to be without my, without somebody else. And really I already am what I'm meant to be. The other person is just like the fertilizer. I'm already the flower. I'm already have the soil and the water and all the tools. That other person is just to add to my life. 
That's that's amazing. That's really how I look at relationships. Um, whereas before it was like you said, you know, just just I don't know, manipulating, pressuring the person for this happiness, this like squeezing them, and you know, having this fantasy about them being a certain way. When they don't match my fantasy, that's when I, you know, become someone <laughs> they haven't seen, and it's just like this dance of bullshit so to speak yeah it's it's not pretty let's just be honest and today I know that you know that can be changed and it starts with me um and you know today I I I want a healthy relationship it's not I'm not wishing for someone just to spend my weekends with and sleep with or party with whereas like that's I thought that's all there is you know you just do things together um if it doesn't go well, you just, whatever, end it, find another one. And there was no purpose. There was no vision. There was no point. I didn't even know why I'm going after the people that I did. And today, um, it's just beautiful to have these visions and purpose in, in my mind of why I want the person, you know. Um, and like you said, if, if no, not if, when it happens, it's going to be a beautiful bonus. It's going to be beautiful, really it's going to be a really beautiful bonus for you because you'll actually remember it. You'll be able to feel everything. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what the, that's one of the blessings of um, a sober relationship is, is like you really can um, cultivate it and grow it the way you want instead of just letting things just fall how they're going to fall <laughs> with the, with the yeah. and everything you you're actually the creator of your whole world, not just your, you know, your spirituality and, and all of those things. It's actually, you get to create all of it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, such a beautiful concept right now. I, I just feel so much joy and so much relief that it's no longer outside of me. It's no longer, you know, based or, or another people or, or jobs or anything it has nothing to do my happiness has nothing to do with the external um so it's a beautiful concept because i have a lot of hope and faith and everything is unfolding beautifully so far so i'm grateful mm-hmm. um lacy i want to thank you so much again this was a beautiful soothing conversation the energy is just so warm right now and um i'm smiling and thank you again for for taking your time to speak with me today. Oh, you're very welcome. I really appreciate being on here and being able to share what I've learned and hopefully it'll help help any, you know, whoever, everybody that can take something from it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for this episode um, to come out and um, I'm sure we'll catch up soon in the future. So have a lovely day and uh, I'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you so much. You too. Bye now. Hi, it's me again. I have a question for you. Would you like to be on my podcast? Do you or someone you know have a story to tell? Would you like to share your journey with me and inspire others to speak theirs? If so, feel free to contact me through my Instagram and Facebook accounts. You can find me by my name, Sammy Barks. Like the doggy. Woof!